heavy track today. Yeah, not vibing risky lettuce, getting sinker vibes. I don't know, says on the Tab app she's firming. Don't just vibe it, get expert tips in Tab's new race feed. Tab, we're on. What are you really gambling with? Speaking of today's meeting at Mornington, I think Sam Freeman might be able to tip us into a winner. He joins us on the program. Good morning, Sam. Morning, Michael. Um, I haven't spoken to you since you've come back from your uh, cup uh, delivering trip over to Dubai. Uh, was that uh, good fun? And uh, have you managed to bring a few extra horses or um, checks, blank checks, back with you to buy more horses for the shake? Uh, yeah, look, it was a good trip. Um, it was really nice to catch up with him and uh, obviously do a bit of the trophy. And, uh, yeah, we had a discussion about sort of strategy with um with some of these horses out here. We've got obviously a few older ones and some two-year-olds coming through at the moment. Um, you know, we'll probably be active enough for him at the sales, but it's, um, yeah, no, it was a great trip. Do you go to his palace? Do you go to his private residence when you catch up? No, no, I didn't. I, um, we just caught up for a, a coffee at a cafe and, um, yeah, on, on two or three different occasions. Um, yeah, had a couple of hours with him and, uh, yeah, that was um, good to catch up. It's pretty casual. I thought that might have been five star rolled out uh, red carpet. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, it's pretty pretty laid back. So that was good. All right, How, I, I hear the cup winners back too. Yeah, he um, yeah he had his first first morning back this morning, um, just on the treadmill here at Pinecliff. So he's um, he did really well on a short break. He actually handled this spell very well. Um, he put on a bit of weight, which he needed to. Obviously, he's at the end of a you know, a hard preparation and um, he's nice and sound and well, so uh, he's getting ready for, for the Australia Cup. So first up, that's the plan? Yeah, he won't run before it. Uh, yeah, he'll go straight there and um, beyond that, we, we'll, you know, at some stage we'll get him, I'd say, to Queensland, whether he actually, you know, runs up there or anything like that, um, yet to be seen, but that's our, that's our target race at the minute. And the long term, is it the obvious, come back and defend his title, or is it the weight that may have a, a say that says maybe he's going to be a weight for age horse? Yeah, well, part of the discussions I had with um, Sheikh Mohammed Obeid was, you know, in regards to, to the horse's campaign in the spring and um, sort of flagged the option to go to a Cox Plate, which he wasn't opposed to, so... Um, there is a chance he'll he'll go that way. Obviously, nothing's set in stone, and he's got to come back. And you know, he's an older horse; he's got to be racing well and handling it well. But um, it doesn't get done very often that sort of treble. So it'd be it'd be fun to have a crack. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. Uh, is he the type of horse that could then, all going well, um, have another throw at the stumps at a Melbourne Cup out of a Cox Plate? Well, possibly. I mean, the horse is very good on. Um, you know, with, with not a lot of racing, I'd say, um, and, and that's obviously a quick enough backup. I don't think you'll see him all that often in the next um, in the next twelve months. You might only see him on sort of three, four, maybe five occasions. Mm. So he's not going to be overtaxed on the track, and that was something um, that his owner was was keen to see. You know, us looking after him and, and not uh, not overfacing him with a heap of racing. And you know, the calendar in Australia is largely running every fortnight, which um, takes its toll on horses, particularly when they've got a few miles on the clock. So, um, you know, we'll be looking after him and, and running him sparingly, but hopefully we'll be hitting the target a few times. Speaking of those famous colours, I, I see you've got a couple um, for the shake that are, are two-year-olds entered in the Magic Millions, and one of them's interestingly named Mark Dell, a, a cult by <laughs> Snitzel. Yeah, look, he's, um, 
sort of surprised Dad, and I, I snuck that name through um, <laughs> and, and put it on his desk for him to see, which he was pretty chuffed to see the name, obviously named after the property that the boys trained on. So um, he's a nice, nice colt. He had an educational jump out the other day, and track was pretty heavy. He didn't 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 handle it, but um, yeah, he's got some nice two year olds coming through. They're not sort of jump and run thousand meter horses, but they're they're going to make uh, you know, nice six furlong to a mm. mile horses in time. You've always had a good two-year-old. Um, it's it too early to tell whether you've got a, a diamond or slipper two-year-old amongst the the group. Yeah, they're sort of starting to starting to show their faces. Um, there's a nice nice good old one there called Eject, who's you might have seen. He jumped out last preparation on a couple of occasions. Um, he's he's got natural speed. He's very professional. Um, you know, he'll be seen at some stage um, soon. The, the, the two-year-old program's sort of been flipped on its head and there's a lot of uh, races that were there, not there anymore. So we've just had to pivot a little bit and try and work out where we'll kick him off. Um, been a little bit frustrating, but... Uh, yeah, what, why is that? Oh, look, I, I've, I've sort of had some... I've asked a few questions of... Um, yeah, the Boxing Day race, Caulfield's gone. There was one at Geelong, always on the same day. It's gone. The New Year's Day two-year-old race is is gone. Um, yeah, I don't know. Look, they're, they're, you know, they've got their reasons, but I can only speak from the trainer's perspective. And having prepared quite a few two-year-olds in the last few seasons, you know, you, you get used to when you're bringing your nice ones in to get to certain races, and quite often we've produced a nice one. Um, yeah, New Year's Day, Liar ran. Um, yeah, Frost Flowers won down the straight that day as well. They both went on to run well in the Blue Diamond series. Um, you know, so it's, there's races there that have, have shown themselves to produce nice horses for the autumn. And, um, yeah, look, they've boosted the prize money of the Geelong Maiden that Artorias ran well in. But, um, you know, it's just, it's, it, it looks like it's, um, it's interesting prep towards those those major two-year-old races from Victoria's perspective because it's it's going to be hard to um, to get horses in or you might be running them against each other on a lot of occasions and obviously you don't have to do that either. All right. Well, um, we'll follow those two-year-olds in the progression. We'll keep an eye out for Eject, especially when we get to see it. Um, just looking ahead to this weekend, before I ask you about your runners today, I know you've got quite a few entered at Caulfield on the weekend. Who's one or two that you'll definitely be lining up that you're, you're looking forward to? Yeah, well, look, um, Bel Air. He was he was pretty good at uh, at Cram and was a little bit stiff. Um, probably looking forward to seeing him. And um, foolproof. He'll uh, he was a good winner at the Valley. Very raw horse. Doesn't know a whole lot yet, but got good talent. He'll run in the mile. And um, Dubai Poet off a yeah, little fresh and obviously pulled him out from last Saturday. Um, he'll run. So look, there's there's three nice chances. They're hard races to win, but I'd say. Um, you know, I'm probably looking forward to seeing if Foolproof can take that next step as well. Yeah, he's been really nice. The relation to Ain't No Deal Done, who um, uh, finished really strongly. Um, what about his brother? He, he's he's done more miles than the Leyland brothers without a run recently. <laughs> and, uh, I've, I've shown some sympathy for the owners. We've got a few scratching fees and float trips that haven't quite eventuated into, <laughs> into prize money, but... Um, yeah, we, we're just treading water with him. We might run him in the Lord Stakes Boxing Day. Um, there's a lot of races for him. He equally might have a little breather. So, obviously, we've had, I think, three false starts with him now. So, it's, um, yeah, look, it's frustrating, but we've maintained that the horse is going very well. We just don't want to run him on a 
unsuitable surface and um, and shoot his confidence. So you'll see him, but uh, yeah, where we're not sure yet. All right. Uh, let's see if we can get a winner at Mornington today. Uh, this Chimed is an interesting runner. It's by Frankel. Uh, I think it used to be trained by Sir Michael Stout and actually competed in a race that um, West Wind Blows ran in at his third start. Uh, how, how do you see his form since he's come here to Australia? Look, I, I see it as maybe not reflecting what we see at home. He's um, He works strongly. He works like he's got... A lot more there than, than he's offered to date. Um, interestingly, Sir Michael Stout, when he had him, I think he had him rated quite highly, and I think Ryan Moore went and rode him at a short price in one of his first or second starts. So I'd, I dare say he's always shown a lot at home and not, not taken it to the track. So if he put if he put his best foot forward, he, 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 he'd probably dispose of that field today. But um, I want to see it. Mm, yep. All right. So it's a, he's a two dollar ninety one. So maybe don't go having your last on him in race number two today. Uh, chimed. Uh, race number three. You got Ariel Bay. Uh, Motty's on board, and this is a, a first starter, a filly by Justifier. She's shown you much. She has. She's um, she's still a bit green and new. She's not completely worked it all out. She's there to probably you know hit the line and, and look for next time. But um, she's done everything to, to sort of kick off, and it's close to home. So. Nice opportunity to have a look, but she'll probably improve that to the 1,400, I'd say. And your best chance is probably Peace Treaty in race number seven, who's done little run, uh, little wrong in two race starts. Good win, Ballarat, and uh, was good uh, again uh, at Cranbourne on that softish track. Yeah, she was, um, it's raining here at the moment, so is not it? sure if... Uh, okay. Yeah, it has been I mean, a, bit, a bit of a shower, so if it, if it did come up soft in the end, she'll, um, she'll love it. She's... Yeah, she's smart enough, Philly, who was probably peaked peaked on her run the other day. Um, so, she, yeah, she gets a chance. She should be hard to beat. All right. Um, enjoy today, uh, Sam, and the weekend. Are you punching through the Christmas period? Yeah, I'll, uh, I will be there, and then I'm off to um, Alice Springs to visit my brother on Christmas Day. So Oh, wow. Then, What's yeah. your brother do up there? My brother is in, um, he's in sort of filmmaking and documentary stuff and, and does some work with an art gallery up there. So um, he's been up there for a few years now. So I thought probably high time I got up there and spent a Christmas with him. Beautiful. Enjoy it. Uh, we'll see you in the new year, Sam. Cheers. Thanks, Michael.